everybody, it's Michelle from the Pinheads of Horror. In this podcast, we're going to be discussing Ash vs. Evil Dead, The Walking Dead, oversaturation of zombies in media and movies, under and overrated directors, boobs in movies, and lastly, movies we've seen recently. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, Pinheads of Horror, Episode 5, The New Beginning. Woo! Woo! <laughs> nice. I like that. That's a good one. That's good. I like that. Uh, yeah. reference. You've been waiting this whole time. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait till we get to number 10. It's going to be in space. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Well, you blew it. <laughs> no. You know, Edit it. You know what's funny is Mad TV came up with that before anyone else did. I don't know who remembers that. They had Jason in space. Oh, and then, I remember. Like, year, a few years later, it's Jason X. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so right down to business. As I said, Pinheads of Horror, episode five. Ow! As always, I am Ed, guitarist of Skull Fogger. Um, I am joined, as always, with my esteemed group of colleagues. Luca Blaze, I uh, host of the, the Metal Experience Radio Show, lead vocalist of the metal band The Forms They Take, Captain of the Master Batter softball team in Elmhurst and Mustache Aficionado. Minus mm. the mustache. Yeah. The mustache currently. X. It's, it's growing in though. You can it's see the. You can coming see. in. It's coming back. Yeah. Uh, my name's Andy Pindy Pindelski. Um, I do vocals for Armored Assault. It's a heavy metal band. We're from Chicago. Um, and other than that, I just like horror movies. I am Michelle Diaz hyphen wolf and I hyphen and I am the lead vocal singer of the band called Skullfogger and I'm also in a pretty nifty bowling team called Team Terror 2.0. Woo. Hey, I'm Larry. I write a blog, My Bleeding Eyes, of really low budget horror movies. And I also bowl on that league. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> You sound so proud about yeah. it. Uh, hey, we're in second place. Yeah, we've been in second place for a while. Bitches. That sounds yeah. sweet like silver, it. baby, sweet silver. Fantastic let's, let's again. Get right down to business. Yes, let us get right down to business. All right, so let's start with what we watched. Um, one thing I want to get into, or two things rather. Ash versus <laughs> the Evil Dead finally premiered. Um, it is our first real taste of anything. Uh, Cinematography-wise, from Ash for a very long time, like unless you played the video games, mm. I mean, they had a couple. They had Hail to the King. Uh, and they were not good games. No, yeah, they, they were enjoyable, but they weren't well produced. Yeah, it's it's for the for the factor of it's just Evil Dead. If it was some other game and just oh yeah, different I mean, people, basically you suck. ran around a town and shot yeah. shit with the it was a hack and slash game but you know you got the one liners and that yeah was, yeah, that, yeah but I could also the watch draw. the movie for that I guess but yeah no. Or I could control his chainsaw. 
Or I can just control Bruce Campbell. I have both of those games. I have two games on my phone, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. Oh, I have that one where they just, like, charge at you? You have that one? Yes, I have both of them. And then the other one where you walk around. I'll show you after this. Yeah, show us. Okay. You want to look at it right now? Well, I mean, no. if we, no, 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 no. no. We'll, we'll, you want to see it now? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll whip it out right now. Luko's just standing at the train track with a handful of pennies. Andrew Barrow is not here or whatever, but, you know, so. We'll do it on break. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> so we all watched it. What did you guys think? I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Everything about it was great. Like, I mean, I like, Bruce Campbell was great. I mean, of course. Um, you got the weird little... What is he? What? Uh, Honduran. Yeah. Honduran. I love yeah. that guy. Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. Is, uh, what is? I thought you were from Jersey. And all that, like evil men. Yeah. <laughs> the characters are really cool. I think the chick's a little awkward right now, but hopefully she'll be kind of better. Her, her voice kind of threw me off. Once she opened her mouth, I was like, "Whoa, that's what she sounds like." Yeah. Anyone else get that vibe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt did too, apparently. I did not. I did not. You I didn't notice I, that? She opened her mouth, she's like, hey, what's going on? Oh. I'm like, whoa. I kind of like it. Um, uh. I want to get to two of my favorite parts that stick out with me the most. Um, the intro part that sticks <laughs> out to you the most? No, I see what you did there. No, it's just the part of him getting ready. And it's like punching and throwing <laughs> the kicks. And he takes a, and he has, he has a fucking IC juice box. <laughs> that, that was just fucking hilarious. And the story he tells at the bar just to oh, that's, pick that, that bar fly up. And the fact that he's spanking her with her, his wooden hands. Oh, my God. Awesome. The things he does with that wooden hand are hilarious. Like the part where he, like, caresses the girl's face with it. Like. Um, you know what? The other part that stuck out with me the most that made me... I missed probably about ten minutes of the show because I was laughing my ass off at it. It's when he's like, when he first sees the dead, he's like, okay, what's going on? He makes sure the book is still there. Then he pulls the book out, and there's a baggie <laughs> of weed. And he's trying to remember that when he finally does, just the, oh, fuck. And there's the <laughs> intro. <laughs> of, because that's something, like, like, you forget something minor, and you say, oh, fuck. Yeah. He just unleashed the dead. <laughs> that's what he is. I don't know if it was that lost. minor. That eyebrow was cocked quite highly, which, you know... I'm a fan the, of the gif of him winking has been passed around Matt and I for the past few days too. Mm. <laughs> and I would I would like to say that my favorite part that just shows, you know, I've seen Bruce Campbell and actually I've seen a lot of Bruce Campbell movies and they're just none of them are as awesome as the character he plays in Ash and when he's banging out that babe and then she turns around and she's the deadite oh, faces he starts making after he's banging her out again was just like that's oh, fucking Bruce, that's the Bruce Campbell I've been missing yeah, yeah. that's the one I fell in love with yeah, like that that like so that overly comical like you know it's just it's he's so funny his presence and his mannerisms and the, just the way he acts is just it's a, it's almost it's you know it's hammy it's like a cartoon but it's just, he well, does it so well. Like, his cameos in Spider-Man are, like, my favorite part about the Spider-Man movie. And it's only for, like, two minutes. And Matt didn't realize that he was in all of them until I told him which characters he were. So I, was I just... think Uncle Ben drives the Ford, doesn't he? The Delta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah he does. Good, good pickup. He's, yeah. the, oh, yeah. he's the ring <laughs> announcer. He's the waiter in the really shitty version. That's right, he is the ring yeah. announcer. I couldn't remember what yeah. he was in the first one. Yeah. What was he in the third one? The third one, that's the, he was the waiter. Ooh, the second the... one's the elevator. Okay, all right. Yeah. second one's the guy at the... Movie theater. Movie the theater. movie theater, yeah. 
So I love did, him so much. Why do you have cameos in all these? <laughs> because movies? because why Sam did... Raimi and him are like they're buddies. like this. Did Sam Raimi have? He did the Spider-Man movies. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, The three three Tobey Maguire crap ones. Tobey Douchequire? I I thought the first two were fun when they came out. The third one was silly, but... That was money. That's all money. And I get it. This isn't a Spider-Man podcast. We could do an entire episode on Kristen Dunst's terrible lip syncing that sounds nothing like her. Or that shitty fucking dance sequence in the third one with Tobey Maguire. Oh, emo emo Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, but that's uh, but sidetracking from that's the for a different you guys, podcast on a different. You day. guys have seen these movies fairly recent. No, I no, no, no. It's just, just they're in my mind. They're just that terrible. Like Finney said, they're that terrible. It's just it left like a like you know someone who has concussions. I only leaves, remember like, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh yeah, all three of those movies. Oh, I didn't that's mean all to do I that. remember. Bonesaw. <laughs> Bonesaw. That's ready. all I remember. Yeah. Bone saw is ready. Uh, you know what? Pour a little out for fucking macho man. The match. Oh, no, I'm gonna drink it for him. But um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Larry, did you like the Evil Dead Ash versus Evil? I thought it was okay. <laughs> uh, it's what I expected. <clears throat> I I hope it gets a little scarier. Even though horror movies don't really scare me anymore, but I would like it to be a little more scarier, just like the Evil Dead was, and maybe, I'm not gonna say as goofy, but if you're gonna <clears throat> ramp up the goofiness of your show, you have to ramp up the scariness also to offset it, and give it that Evil Dead 2 feel. I think that, I, I well, what about the scene in the house? I thought that was creepy. Like, yeah. the part where the cops come in there, like, that part got me a little, like, freaked out, especially when the lights were going back and forth, and I don't want to give it too, too much away, because some people may not have seen this yet, and you should... But yeah, Fuck that, him, it's on all day tomorrow. I checked the guide. Some people don't have cable television. <laughs> I didn't have you stars. I didn't have stars. Someone had the stars. It was on an encore randomly, actually, and that's how I watched it. Because they want to hook you. If you have on demand, you might be able to watch it via encore. Someone posted it via the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Legally for sharing. Um, I mean, it reminded me kind of more of like an army of darkness yeah. than like Evil Dead. Um, I don't know if it's going to be scarier. I think it'll still be kind of, like, gory and shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it'll be as, like... Because, I don't know, like, the the Evil Dead movies are, like, like creepy. Like, I mean, they, they're scary. Like, I mean, they yeah. are. There's parts that still make me jump. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, Army of Darkness doesn't do that. Oh, gosh. I mean, no, it's 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 totally a ham. And, and part two, even, is definitely, like... A lot of things are revved up quite a bit. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Evil yeah. Dead One, I think, is the most scariest if you yeah. think about it because it's I definitely so. creepy. But like that's, I think it's going to be kind of that intertwining of yeah. Army of Darkness and Evil Dead, where it's going to be Ash more not in like the past, but like again, just kind of weird and around people who like can talk to him. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I, I hope it's scarier too. Like, I mean, I thought it was kind of campy, but like this could be the I beginning. Like the hell out of it still. It's, and the thing is, it's the first episode. It's the pilot I was saying, I think part of it is I was just excited to see it. But I also thought he was kind of slimy, you know? Well, he's kind he of is. a shitty character. Yeah. He's kind of a shitty human being. I mean, he's... I think... I, I, I agree with that, yeah, but it, 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 it seems to kind of... It's representing him more than it should have been. That's it, what I just... That's, I mean, that's he already I brings up the loss of Dana? What's the... Well, he tells the story to... Uh, but, 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 I mean, I feel like this is going to be kind of like a redemption thing where he mm-hmm. might 
be a redeeming character at the okay. end. You know what I mean? That makes perfect sense. Because yeah, that part so. where he, he says does about come off super scummy and like again, like yeah, when when uh, 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 the what's this hunter Pablo. guy? Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> I was I, gonna say Paulo. I don't know. <laughs> Pablo or Pablo. Um, when he first pointed out the chick, and right away he walks over and like all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, that's so great. Like, yeah, but then there's that part where he like he makes that choice of like what kind of man you're gonna be because that's kind of what the story Paul was saying is like you can't run from evil. And then he makes that decision in the RV, and that's where you see that he's he's really a hero, and and they still he's have to damn pull, good at it. like they still have to push him. I feel like at some point it'll <laughs> mm-hmm. like it'll be that time where he doesn't have to be pushed to do the right thing. Yeah, like, Ash is gonna. Ash be good Ash. Good Ash! Bad Not bad Ash. You're good Ash. You want that good Ash. <laughs> okay, so wrapping this up, uh, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, Walking Dead. We're all caught up on it. I, Are we? I am, yeah. I am. Okay. Um, so they've been teasing the death of Glenn. Not teasing. If you that saw was it, terrifying. It, you know what? Yeah, I was kind of... my. I, I'll be lying if I say my jaw didn't drop a little when I saw how he was just, you know, eviscerated. Ripped apart. Literally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in the comic book, he's he's already dead in the comic book. He died mm-hmm. a while ago, but he had his head beat in. Yeah, it was different. Well, when difference. you see all the, the things that say why he's still in the series, I mean, it's really hard to say wh- that he's dead. But, like, realistically, even if they, like, the guy was on top of him, once they tear through that body, they're going right to his go. body's right underneath it. Um, but they haven't gotten to that part yet. Yeah, but I don't know why I didn't j- jump for the fence. If you that's what I said. Weren't there? Weren't there ones? Wired. I was gonna say, weren't there ones on the other side or something? No, there was like trees yeah. on one side, and I shit, man, I would have learned to climb, climb a tree. Yeah, yeah. right. I would have fucking flipped there in a situation like that. Yeah, that was another thing, Matt and I both noticed that there were fucking stairs in the alley, and they still had ten feet in front of them. There was like garbage. And then a fire escape. And that wasn't an option. Yeah, the dumpster yeah, was an option. The barbed wire fucking popped that shirt off, throw it over the barbed wire, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pop that fucking Dude, we used to do Come that on. stuff all the time. I mean, on, not is, do that all the time. This is Survival 101. Get I, a new shirt somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I would have totally gone back to my primal roots and just learned how to climb and paw and fight wherever oh, I could. It's, it's, what is it? You went down uh, like a boot? Fight or, uh, yeah. fight or flight? Yeah. You would fucking rip your own fingernails out if it comes down yeah. to you dying or not dying. I would have learned how to parkour in <laughs> seconds. <laughs> parkour, parkour! It would be like District B-13. Larry, I, would, <laughs> Larry, I would love I, to see you do parkour. Oh, dude. I wanna, I w- I'm going to jump over this couch later. Oh, you know what? He, 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 you're he, gonna eat he shit later. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I, I hear a challenge of brewing. Have you ever? I seen mean, are you talking <laughs> like hurdling? Vertical, yeah. thirty-five feet. <laughs> I can hurdle this shit, dude. He's hurdled this couch plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, he actually did step on it. Oh. All right, this is sidetrack. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Another thing we'll do while we look at the video game and see if Larry breaks his ankle. So, um, <laughs> I had another theory actually too because as soon as uh, we watched it. And I already knew that something was ruined. And I heard you at the bowling alley, Larry, say, I don't believe it. I told Matt, I go, all right, I already know what happened. One of the main characters is going to be dead, or so you think. And now I just got to prepare myself for who it is. And then when it happened, I told Matt, he's not dead because he wasn't in the talking dead. And that dumpster that just so happens to be right next to where he falls is where he's going to roll under. Boom! He's going to come back as a zombie. That's why he wasn't on the... 
Anybody who saw my Shame. Facebook the other day knows that he's safe because they saw a picture of Ric Flair underneath the trash can. They showed Glenn getting ripped apart, though. Uh, or did they? No, but that guy was on top of him. That's the big thing. There and all those Nicholas guts were coming out. And your really guts. high up. I watched yeah, Glenn on. get ripped apart. I don't know. No, what, you I don't saw know blood flying. You saw blood flying. You did not see his saw. shirt rip open. You didn't because. So you think that Michonne set that up to be like, I was covered in blood. I didn't know if it was mine or if it was someone else. No, no, she did that to make so, a point. She did that to no. make a point to the other people. Because this is what you live that, through. That don't fight because she's like, listen, I've lost so many people just by fighting these fucking walkers. To where the blood on me, I don't know if it's theirs, mine, or the person I just lost. They oh, lived it. So they lived they were it. trying to come full circle and be like, Glenn didn't actually die. That wasn't his blood on him. No, I think that was unrelated, but... Yeah, I don't think that was related at all. <laughs> what's going on with Rick? Come on, oh, Rick. Yeah. Rick. 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 Rick is in some shit. He is in some shit. You're in some shit if you fucking right. pa- cross paths with him. Fit? No. No. He no. cut his hand. He cut his hand. Cut his hand. That, that looked like a. Yeah, Matt did point that out. Like, I remember that. Watch it again. It looked like a bite. No. no. No, no, because he does. He does have the knife, and you see when he goes into it, like She's there's like, a clink, oh, and then he like he comes back, and it's a uh, cut. Ah uh, shit! That's exactly oh, what he no. said. But then they scan, they panned out, and there is that red. Oh, now he's house fu- over there. It's like as he go running that house. <clears throat> so now that van won't start because Rick had to put on the brakes and. We should have put a disclaimer. If you haven't seen, if you're not up to date with The Walking Dead, we'll do it. Oh, when he, tap, when he taps all those people on the side of the oh, RV. Oh shit! Was that awesome. was Scarface that was, all up in that there. Was, that was awesome. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. He killed yeah. Homeboy's dad. Now he killed him. Oh, <laughs> it's a doggy dog world, man. Yeah, fuck There's that. There's zombies. Guy. It's a you, you zombie doggy world. It is. Penny nailed it on the head. That world is doggy dog. I mean. But they really want you to still hold on to humanity, and that's why they kind of give you that like little palate cleanser with that one guy's story. Of Morgan, what, yeah, which that episode's awesome. It was great. Was Drew Carey's gay brother is <laughs> amazing. Dude, he that's was in Carnival. He's a pretty good actor. He was also the he was also the clown in American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah. and Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a good actor. He's a great I, actor. I just want to say I think uh, since Herschel died a few seasons ago, they've been kind of struggling to find that character to hold on to humanity. And I think Morgan is the perfect... Especially since he was so off the brink of... of well, before that, it was the other old guy with the hat on. Anybody remember Dale. him? Oh, he's yeah. the one who gets ripped apart by the RV. <coughs> oh, gets ripped apart by the RV. That's my new metal band okay. right there. Ripped You're welcome, Pat and Pendant. Yeah, but no, like, they need to have that kind of voice of humanity because there's... Because at one point, Rick was kind of that character, but now... He is so far gone. Far oh, no. gone after uh, ter- what is it, Terminus or Terminus? But I think even in this last episode, you see that Morgan's still kind of well. He wasn't ready yet. There. He wasn't ready. I because he kind of pauses there and like looks back when he's like at when he even after he leaves and that guy's still in the cell or whatever. Like before you hear the sounds of whatever's going on that he's going to go chase after. Yeah. Like, he kind of, like, stands there for a second. Dude, this like, guy thinks. needs to get... Fu- okay, I don't know anyone in this room who would not kill him immediately. Which guy? Like, oh, these wolf people? Yeah, because oh, he's yeah. just like, you know, I'm gonna have to kill you and the kids and everyone else. Like, like, I understand his reasoning of not yeah. wanting to kill everyone. 
Some people, again, some people gotta die. They're yeah. gonna kill you. They're, like yeah. They're going to, and that's the point. Like, you know that this person is going to destroy everything else. Innocent lives. Just gotta, just fucking, just nail it in. And when nail you guys were talking about the one, there's gotta be one person that remains, you know, humanity. Mm-hmm. I totally disagree with that. I want Rick to just go fucking crazy every episode and just <laughs> fuck shit yeah. up. Well, I'm enjoying it now. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Closing, close, <laughs> I agree. Closing arguments. Um, I, I do want to see Rick fuck shit up because we've seen him do it before at the church last season when he said, I'm going to kill you with this red machete. And the, sure enough, that's what he did. Um, they fucked with the wrong people. I think Rick has that mentality. But I think, like, even in the first episode, the first episode always sticks out to me when he goes to that, uh, they call it the bicycle zombie. Mm-hmm, the one who's crawling like, on the floor. Yeah, and her he looks part. at her and he said, I'm sorry this happened to you, and he shoots her. To me, I was like, huh, that's like the one, like, he's going to be the one guy that holds on to his humanity the longest, but then after his wife dies, after everything else that happens, after Herschel dies especially... You know, he was begging, like, we don't need to do this. We can work together. We can live together. And he even looked at uh, that one chick. He's like, you and the pigtails, do you want this? Do you, do you want to risk dying or kill one of us over this prison? But now that's that's out the door. It is. It is out the door. Because um, it's a survival thing. And he's had to be the leader, and he's done what he had to do. But it's put him up to, you know, it's made him crazy. Survival then, crazy. Like a, a dog who's been in the wild. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. I'm like, not happy that they never showed Rick's wife die. I wanted to see what? that babe get <laughs> shot in the head or something. Oh, I, I was going like, I'll take care of her, guys. You know, and it was, she's probably still walking around. I guarantee <laughs> you know, she's you know walking what? around. No, because you know what they, they did in that episode where Rick killed that zombie that was in there? He sees her, doesn't he? No, he, he, sees, he cuts he the zombie that. open because he sees the hair in her mouth. And the zombie is just so... This is, like, from the director's mouth itself. I think it was Greg Nicotero who said it. The zombie is just so engorged because he just devoured Lori completely. Like, there's probably some scraps somewhere. But you saw, like, the drag marks where it dragged her away. Yeah. And ate her. And when Rick came up to it, there was hair out of its mouth. And that's why he cut it open to see if he could pull Lori out. Oh, God, that is Uh. so fucked up. Oh, yeah, see, I didn't realize all that. Um, All right, so let's close this up. Not happy they killed the goat. Sorry. Oh, no, it's Tabitha! That goat was the shit. If you I, didn't see that coming, then I... Well, uh, no, yeah. no animal survives on this show. Okay. Yeah, but it's like I Game mean, of Thrones. Right. I mean, Cl- closing cool. arguments. Glenn, alive or dead? What do you think? He's dead. I watched him die. Uh, I think he's going to be alive. Okay. Alive. Alive. You guys are nuts. Yeah, well, you obviously <laughs> didn't even know <laughs> Sam Raimi directed Spider-Man, so I think. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, but I think he is a little... Well, <laughs> oh, what is he? I think he's alive, but I don't think he's gonna stay alive. Because I think I, I honestly think Glenn deserved. If he dies, he deserved a better way to go than that. Epic death. Yeah, he does. He like epic. that. That's just okay. I don't know. That's pretty epic when you have all these people the wondering party. whether you or not you see die that shit. shit. Like, like if that's okay. the way he's gonna die when you see it. To death. I think you should <laughs> trample by a group of people walking. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hey, guys. 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 Hey, guys
guys, what's up? This is Rob Salem from The Forge, streaming 24-7 from the heart of Midwest Hell at theforgeradio.com. The Forge brings you the best local, regional, national, and international signed, unsigned, and independent rock, metal, punk, hardcore, and more. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Forge Radio and listen on desktop, laptop, and mobile at theforgeradio.com. The Forge, where the mainstream meets the underground. Okay, our first article for discussion poses the question, is there an oversaturation of zombies in movies, TV, video games, and just pop culture in general? Because this has happened before. It's it's just a big influx of zombie movies, just like what happened after Dawn of the Dead. That's one of the best zombie movies ever. And Italy took over and made Zombie, which was an unofficial uh, sequel to Dawn of the Dead. And just a total, total influx of movies came in from Italy. And then it died out. And then, last ten years, it's come back. Slowly. Uh, like a dead person. With, like, The Walking Dead, World War Z. And Ed kind of pinpointed that part of where it kind of started. Um... I think if you go back to maybe early 2002, maybe? Uh, is that when the zombie survival guy Right around there. It's like a 2002 or 2003. Yeah, 2002 or three. Okay. Um, if you look at that book, that's kind of what started, you know, because it was a fun book to read. Oh, yeah. It's um, a great book. But then, you know what else came out right after that was Dawn of the Dead, the remake. And yeah. that actually introduced uh, the people to... Running zombies, which seem to scare the shit out of people more than. Mm. Well, you see, you're it's showing this new generation of people fast zombies because, of course, we have Return of the Living Dead, which they were fast in. So, like horror vets already knew about this, but this is actually a really good point that you're making because people well, you, are seeing this for the first time. Running zombies. Well, that's if you. I don't know if you can count those two in the same. Or those two are separate entities in a sense though I mean the same guy who did Night of the Living Dead did Return of the Living Dead I guess that was his sequel to it mm-hmm. uh, but yeah you, you're absolutely right that introduced the running zombies but to the new generation Dawn of the Dead did that yeah exactly and to me the whole running zombie thing yeah it adds an element but you know the whole aspect of the slow dead dumb creatures that just outnumber you in the end will always be more terrifying than, you know, this thing that can sprint like a fucking Olympic runner after you. Right. Now, do you think that there's way too much, way too many zombie themed things in our culture right now? And, you, and is it just, are you over it? You sick of it? Yes and no. Um, I enjoy it because. As a horror fan, it it's always refreshing. Mm-hmm. But as someone who I, I don't want to be considered an outcast, someone who loved horror movies like in high school, where a lot of people didn't really like those kind of movies, it wasn't as as mainstream. I think we're yeah, all in the same boat on it that one here. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, you could go up to a chick and say, "Hey, you want to come over and watch The Walking Dead?" To whereas, yeah, when I was in high school, mainstream. I said. Hey, babe, do you want to come over and watch, you know, City of the Living Dead? You yeah. said that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, you knew he wouldn't get pussy that way. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, probably. But now zombies get you pussy, so I'm in. Sad but true. Well, no, not sad. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. No, it's good but true now, because back then you couldn't. Now it's fair game. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't think I had that problem <laughs> in both aspects, but continue. As far as, I mean, I love playing, you know, games like Dead Island. You know, that game was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I liked it. Uh, Dying Light was really fucking enjoyable. They, they were kind of the same game. Parkour. Parkour, yeah, parkour. One, one was a little better than the other, though. Dying Light was... Yeah, that's the parkour one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one that... Yeah. 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 The one where you're, like, jumping all over rooftops and yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh. District B-13. Zombie. <laughs> I don't know, but I think I started getting really tired of it when I... When I read the article of, you know, the World Health Organization and the UN having a plan in case there's a zombie outbreak. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there reading this, and I'm like... You two are government agencies. There are fucking shitloads of problems in the world, but you guys are spending time doing this. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad idea to have. I don't think it's a bad idea either, man. I was going to say, planet terror. Thank you. I was going to say, you got people who might be like, well, zombies would be cool. Like, I wonder if I could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I wonder if I could make a zombie. Reanimator. Yes. Freaking hooker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got people who out there, especially with the big zombie boom. Yeah, that's a movie. It's wonderful. People who might be like, you know, I wonder if it's possible. Maybe not even with the intent of harming anyone initially. But oh. like, you know, but I mean, they might be like, well, I wonder if we, you know, I wonder if I could actually make Basalts? Fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Talk about someone mm-hmm. who wanted to make a real life zombie. Mm-hmm. Okay. God damn it, Well, I mean, Pity just got me against the rope and just didn't stop. <laughs> Boom! And there's actual, there's like a, there's an article about if zombies could actually be something that's plausible that was on Cracked, and I know it's some, but they, they do have the, the backup studies where there's certain viruses and uh, that are in animals and things like that that can actually pretty much create a zombie already with these, bo- like, animals, like ants. There's a, this one thing that can actually make the ants under control or, like, dead ants work or whatever. So they're talking about a virus that could do something. Quarantine. Quarantine's a perfect example. Like, kind of like a rabies kind of thing. Let's go with Wreck, because Wreck was obviously the better franchise. Are we Uh, talking about the Spanish? Just, yeah. Mm. I enjoyed Quarantine a little more. What are you, crazy? Wreck was so much better. All right. (laughs) We agree and disagree. I like them both. I like them both, but I I think Wreck was better. To go off of what you said, though, my whole, like, how you said with the UN thing and all that, I don't like how there's, like, doomsday planners for zombies. Like, like oh, at some point, like, You gotta have right. a bug out plan, man. Yeah, like, okay, but you don't need to, like, build a fucking fortress yet. Like, I mean. Yeah, but what, aren't you gonna want to know that guy when it does go down? Yeah, because I'm gonna kick his ass out of it and take it. There's a movie actually out about that right now. Bill Burr, Bill Burr is a comedian. He has one of the best bits ever. He says, if you're stocking up shit for something like that to happen, you're just letting every tough person on the block know that, hey, come over and take my shit. Exactly. Um, and that's why they have guns. Okay, what do you think about it? Do you, you think it's oversaturated right now? I'll tell yeah. you exactly what I think, Larry. And I will say it as naturally as it is on my paper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, I think that uh, horror movies have just become, you know, mainstream in general. And... Uh, it's kind of, they go through fluctuations, 
Because if you don't remember, vampires were the fucking bee's knees for quite a bit. Yep. And then zombies were sneaking in behind. And before that, it was ghosts, like, with paranormal activity and stuff. And there was, like, an insane saturation of that. It's kind of like they see that something's starting to get really good. And then everybody wants to monopolize on it. So then you get these bigger stream films right now. But I have to say that besides, like, The Walking Dead, those are things that I am I'm happy have become a thing. But then you have all these horror movies or these zombie movies that are out now that are kind of trying to, like, recreate the Shaun of the Dead kind of feel. Or, like, this fucking, what is that terrible one? The blood, the, the, the girlfriend... I don't know. It was that stupid, terrible PG-13 romantic. Oh, uh, burying the ex. No, it no, was, no. Uh, the, the more, really big one. I know you're talking. Or yes. What more the bodies? hell? More, more bodies. bodies. There we go. That is the, what. Okay. They come back from being dead and then become people again. That. Oh wait, I like that movie. It's funny. Get the fuck out. I, I really like comedy horrors. I think they're fucking. That wasn't even funny, funny though. That I wasn't even it. funny. I haven't watched it. It's, yeah. I thought it was <laughs> terrible. I mean, yeah. I would never buy it, but if it was on, I'd be like, oh, I'll watch this again. Um, okay. But yeah, so... Leave your VIP pass in get your Get out of here. Yeah, out. yeah. I mean, the 80 slasher flicks I've seen. <laughs> enough to murder a lot of people. Yeah, you just threw that all away with the statement of, I like that movie. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. But, nope. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, where I was going to go with that was... It's sad right now because with so much going on with zombies, I can't tell you any movie in the last five years that scared me or I thought was a terrifying zombie movie. Can you? If I did like, some research, yeah. There's uh, <laughs> Well, it's not memorable. Yeah, though. that's the thing. It's I'm saying uh, like because you remember when you've seen Dawn of the Dead or yeah, you remember sure. seeing, you know, that one movie that sticks out. And no, I, I, I can't right. Yeah. That's, 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 that's not okay, and that brings me to my <laughs> that's other. More than five years ago, that's more than five years ago. Okay, and Rec three then. Technically, <laughs> that was more of the <laughs> infection. I got you. Got me. Got me um, and that that brings me to my other thing because you you're breaking it down to Walking Dead or people who are infected. Yeah. So you know, but a zombie, like a hardcore zombie movie, I can't think of anything. I still think it's dumb how when all these movies, the zombie apocalypse, and it's like, I want, I want in real life, a zombie apocalypse happens, and detaching the brain from the body doesn't actually kill the zombie. Like, dead alive? that happened. This whole time we've been, you know, that's thought to believe that, Luca, cutting the brain that's, off. That's Return of the Living Dead. Alright. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, The only thing go. they could use was fire. And in fire, the mind, Luca, don't feel that. Fire kills all. Oh, but then if you watch... All. The other one, and if they burn it, then it just turns into a rain cloud that just comes down on everyone and infects them, and then you have Return a naked the, punk rock girl. Return of the Living Dead, which one? The first one? The first one, yeah. Yeah. Alright, yeah. alright, alright, alright. Because they even... That was like Toxic Waste, though, that they were all in. That's all, alright, alright. Well, right. Toxic Waste is what they brought them back, but then when all they right, try to burn right. it, it turns into that, like, you know, acid rain. Uh, you know what? One movie I I want to bring up a zombie movie. Actually, it was uh, I want to say it was one of the eight films to watch after dark. Which a lot of those are really like disappointing. Uh, yes, yes. Disappointing. This one though, I remember watching it, and uh, it's it's called Zombies of Mass Destruction. Zombies just attacking this car with a guy and a girl in it, and the guy gets his face just completely ripped off. 
by these zombies, and that stuck out in my mind. I was like, holy fuck. Like, that was pretty new. Usually, like, I, you know, from watching uh, your trilogy, you know, Day, uh, I'm sorry, Night, Day, 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 Dawn. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding, dong. You know, you you got to see, like, a lot of the, uh, you know, people just get disemboweled by the zombies, and, you know, fingers bitten off, and eyes ripped out. That's scary. That's the one thing that I think a lot of these people that want to make zombie movies can't grasp. It's that idea, it's that whole visualization of it. Mm-hmm. Penny, you got anything? I love horror, and I love zombie movies, but like when you start doing shit like Zombievers... sweet! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Luke! Strike two! Come on. Like, it's, it's sweet in the sense of I'm fucking high, and it's like two in the morning. And, <laughs> like, yeah. and even then you're still shaking your That's head exactly like... exactly mm. what it is. But I mean, even yeah, like you said, even then it's kind of like, well... I guess I'll watch Zombievers. Like, <laughs> I don't like want to watch Zombievers. I just watch it because. Uh, what the hell? It's, yeah, exactly. exactly. Because I, like I don't know. I like to watch horror movies, so I'm gonna. And watch even if it you and... know it's gonna be terrible, you're gonna watch it because it's a horror movie, and then you're gonna be like, oh god, this is terrible. But and especially with like Zombievers, you expect there to be tits, things like that. Yeah, just or like, beaver. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> where at least you're just kind of like, all right, I'll I'll put it on. But that's where I, I kind of draw the point with, like, zombie movies and, like, the zombie genre where it's just, like... Just doing it to do it. Yeah, like, all right, let's... They're going to have, like, a zombie shark movie soon. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's... They had a ghost shark, so I don't see why there wouldn't be a zombie shark. A zombie parrot. Let's have a zombie parrot. <laughs> I don't know. You can have it in the Caribbean. Oh, my in, God. It's cool. hilarious. I really like, want that movie. Coco Beware. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your dad would watch that. It's like a twist on birds or some shit. They can go all out with it. Wait, isn't that Birdemic? <laughs> but... You already are. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, it's an oversaturation, and I fucking hate it all. <laughs> except for Warm Bodies. Think, except, except for, for Warm Bodies, which is your favorite movie. Zombie <laughs> flicks are my second to least favorite, but I'll still watch all of them. Uh, I mean, my least favorite being all the voodoo bullshit and like, <laughs> Louisiana, I think that shit, <laughs> no. that shit, that shit sucks. <laughs> Zombie movies are my second least favorite, but I'll still watch every goddamn one of them. Because I, I fucking hate them, but I fucking love them, and I hope there's a lot of titties in them. All the time. Just tits. Definitely not in Zombie Beaver, though, right? Zombie Beaver had some tits, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it have beaver tits? But it's, that was sweet. <laughs> beaver tits? I was like, fuck yeah! That's fucked up, but... <laughs> but it still wasn't, like, good. I really didn't It not was good because like it was bad. It's, some, it's one of those movies you grab some beers, you you know, and fucking but, yeah. watch a shitty fucking awesome movie. It's definitely a movie you can, like, talk over and, yeah, that's, like, that's drink 90, to and stuff. That's and, 90% of the horror genre. I mean, like you were saying, the last movie that actually scared you, I can't really tell you the last movie that scared me, but I just fucking love watching people get hacked up. Oh, I love yeah. getting hammered drunk and fucking, like, cursing movies out. My like, name's Luco. I love getting hammered drunk and watch people get <laughs> smashed up and murdered. I like lifting weights and barbos. And Adrian Barbeau and people getting, you know, ripped open and shit. Well, as long as... As, dream. as long as they're good, I can say if they're good and if they have a... <laughs> There's a new story to be implemented. That's something that hasn't been done before. And it gives, like, a sense of doom. Like Dawn of the Dead. 
there's an impending sense of death. Uh, and character development. Because in Dawn of the Dead, you felt for those four characters. Barely got to know them, but in that time, they struck a bond with each other, and you kind of joined them in that adventure. So, I'm not too big into zombie movies anymore. I mean, I still, of course, I'll watch them all. But I, they're just not really grabbing me. I see a lot of them are like run and gun and they're just shooting oh, yeah. zombies all the time. Mm-hmm. That gets boring after a while. But as far as them being oversaturated, uh, I guess no. As long as they make good ones, I'm cool with it. They haven't made any good ones though. Yeah, they make when you ones. when you say something new though, like what are you what are you looking for? Uh, uh maybe like a different setting. Or it hasn't been okay. a new story. Because I see what you mean. Like, different. it's real. I mean, zombie movies, again, they've been doing them for a while now, or after a while, it kind of. Like, that's why even, like, Cabin Fever, like. Is, oh, is, come on. I know, okay, okay. <laughs> I know you're going to shit all over this. <laughs> Eli Roth didn't do the rest of them. Um, like, the last one, it was, like. A, did anyone see. I yeah, I saw it. Yeah. It's no. interesting. The story, like, I mean, it's not great. No, but it's not, yeah, I, but it's, I agree. it's different, which I thought was cool. Like, I mean. Luco, don't run out and see it. I know you won't, but it's. I see what you mean, though. Like, I mean, that's that's why. Like, I feel like zombies. Yeah, you kind of. It's almost like you kind of like put yourself in a corner where like you got to try and find your way out. But like, I have like I, I have a good idea. Let's have a zombie movie where the end of the movie is just the beginning of the zombie epidemic. No, yeah, yeah, or something like that, or just go, just you know, the new Walking Dead series. Fear the Dead. Fear the exactly, dead. right there. You know, I really enjoyed that show at first, and after three episodes, I yeah, I finally agreed, I agreed with Matt. It was like, God, this show is just, I, I don't feel anything for any of these characters. Like, I don't feel for the junkie son who's trying to get clean. I don't feel for the pussy dad who doesn't know. The only guy who I like in that show is the fucking... Ruben Mar- Blades? Oh, yes. man, that guy's awesome. He's, yeah. Because when he tells a story, too, it's so captivating. I I like it. I I watched the first episode, and I got really bored, and I just don't really care. And see, this is the thing, though, is because (laughs) Because it is that slow move in there. You guys are so used to seeing, like, that straight-up blood gore and things like that. But... But like you said, I wasn't drawn into any of the characters or anything, right? In the first episode alone, I was kind of like... I've always said from the beginning, I want to see... How it starts. I want to see, like, that one lone zombie walking. And then that zombie bites one person. That zombie goes to a group of people, bites one person, someone tries to break free, that person gets cut. Like, that's how it spreads. I wanted to see, like, the panic. Like, they did everything right except the characters. The characters on that show were all fucking boobs. I'm sorry. Not the good ones. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, but they also don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what situation they're in. They're still grasping the reality of what's being unfolded. And I understand that, but are you just saying that these actors in particular are just not that interesting, or is it just because they're not making the decisions you want them to make in the show? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's mainly that the big problem is, like I said, I can't get behind the characters. And two, it's, you obviously see what's going on. Like, we all remember a few years ago around Memorial Day weekend the, you know, incident with the guy who was eating the bum. Bath soups. You brought this up already. <laughs> <So> sweet. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, oh shit, the zombie apocalypse is starting. Where's my machete? 
Where's that guy with the doom, the bug out? That's and when the UN started. <laughs> yeah, that's when the UN started doing their research. Um, but I don't know. Just with that show, it just it, it it's a cash machine, you know. Like The Walking Dead is a license to print money. I think that's when it's like okay, it's getting beyond the point of trying to be entertaining. I think we're just. And I, I think we're just trying to build the franchise and boost money. Go ahead, Vinny. Honestly, that's kind of where I agree with, too. Like, I mean, I feel like a part of it is... I, and again, I can't say much because I haven't really given the show that much of a chance. Even in the first episode, I couldn't really give a shit about most of the characters. Um, because you're too busy rooting for the fucking zombies, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I spent half the time just kind of like, alright, so how long Kill do you fucking see one? Kill like, yeah, I'm always rooting for the killer the whole time. Like <laughs> as they're in the church and all that shit. Like, yeah, I, I remember like in the first five minutes, I'm like, all right, so I better fucking see one soon. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Even after that, it was pretty slow, and I I think it's just ways to open different yeah like franchise markets. As far as pretty soon they're gonna have Fear the Walking Dead toys and Fear the Walking Dead stuff like that. They already have it for the um, Walking Dead. I'm sorry, dude, but it's called collectibles, okay? Whatever. It was sold at Walgreens in the toy section. You know what, they, had, they had the Walking Dead figures. Not the collectibles section. It's they, with Afghan. They had Pampers. Walking Dead figures for the comic, and I don't mind that at all because some of them actually look really cool. Like, they're actually black and white. But, I mean, now they're doing, like, you know, flight, whatever number it is, where the zombie outbreak happens. It's See, like, now that's stupid. It's like, come on, like, enough's enough. Quit beating the fucking horse. You have one show that... Yeah, or eating works. the horse, blah! I mean, even with the original Walking Dead, I didn't get into it until it was on DVD. Like, DVD. But you got into it. I got into it because I wanted to see it for myself. I didn't want to hear everyone's hype and watch the show and be like, what the fuck is this? Because, one, I was like, this is on AMC. Like, what the... You can't show a fucking zombie show on cable. It would have to be on, like, Showtime or HBO or Stars. When I saw it on DVD and I saw that horse get ripped apart, I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to like this show. Like, because it's violent, it's bloody. But, honestly, I hope that's how I am with Fear of the Walking Dead. That, like, once I can, like, go through it on Netflix or something, that maybe I'll enjoy it a lot more, where I can kind of actually spend more time with the characters and not have to wait a whole fucking week or something to be like, alright, well I didn't care last week I'm not mm-hmm. gonna care this week Like, and also, again, when you think about the first season of like The Walking Dead everybody was kind of an asshole except for Rick I mean, think about Glenn Glenn was a little prick who only cared about himself, sorta and he's a completely different human being and there's so much more character development that happened that could only happen within at least two seasons. And it was all brand new. And it was all brand new, but it wasn't the only zombie thing that was going on at the time, because, I mean, at the same time, that's when Diaries of the Dead was coming out, right? And, like, Land of the Dead and all that stuff. But but as Larry said, though, The Walking Dead, granted it was a comic book, it was a new kind of story. It wasn't wasn't so... it wasn't. It wasn't sta- uh, statuary, stationary. It yes. wasn't just in one place. This place. This moves around. This is an ongoing thing. Not just there's. There's going to be no solution to the end of this. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I think that's what a zombie movie should be. Everyone's going to die in the end. You have to keep moving. Yeah. Even even when the last human on Earth dies, they're going to turn into a zombie. 
Yep. Yep. Via the rules of The Walking Dead. Um, all right, closing statements, Michelle. What do you think? Do you think that? Do you think that this genre needs to kind of die a little bit? Before <laughs> it, yeah, pun. No pun intended. Do you think this genre needs to kind of, you know, this fire needs to go out a little bit before, you know, we try to relight it? Or I just think that it's just like everything else. It's just by, you know, we gotta wait it out. Eventually, people are gonna get tired of the bullshit, and, and the good stuff is gonna rise to the top, and, and then it'll be ours again. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with Michelle. I think eventually it'll kind of run its course, like everything else did. I mean, they had that stupid. Uh, HBO or Showtime vampire thing and all the Twilight stuff and that all died out. And I mean, there's they still do vampire movies, but there's just less of them. Yeah. Yeah. And if you really want to see a vampire movie, you'll fucking see that vampire movie. Like I mean, I don't sure. know. Yeah. yeah. That's good. We'll go. Oversaturated, yes. And The Talking Dead, I hate it because <laughs> I do not accept the host. That that guy can tell me anything I don't already know. I don't accept that guy as the host of the show because that guy's a pussy. If I ever saw that guy, I'd spit on him. Jeez, you just hate everything. I don't. That guy's a bitch. I like Chris Hardwick. That guy's a bitch. Yes. I don't like him. Dude, he's funny. I don't like I, him. I have no okay, there you remember. Who was the chick on Singled Out? Was it Jenny McCarthy? Yeah, it was Jenny. Jenny McCarthy. Well, she wasn't the original one. It was though. her and Carmen Electra. Yep. It was Carmen Electra. That was the other oh, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Not a fan of him. All right. Of Carmen Electra? <laughs> save, save, save it, Hulk. Um, we need to get you in a room with Eli Roth and yeah. Chris Hardwick. That'd be I think it's today, you guys. Don't roll my glasses. His glasses get fogged. I need to lift weights, bro. So directors tend to stay in the horror business but some directors end up leaving kind of like Guillermo del Toro he kind of strays and James Wan the guy who uh, directed The Conjuring and Insidious he did the last uh, Fast and Furious movie oh god but a lot of them stick around and a lot of them we tend to dislike after a while because they're not putting out quality things Eli Roth is one of them so Uh. so in this discussion is about which directors we think are underrated and a director we think is either overrated and or just a shitty director. Eli Roth. And he you cannot pick Eli Roth. That's that's everything. That's right that's, that's, that's <laughs> that is your whole world. That's my world of hatred. Well, then second worst. It's, it ends. It starts and ends with him. <laughs> so uh let's hear it, Michelle. I want to hear what you have. I did have one pick, but I, I guess I'm just going to stick with this, the eerie and spooky. And I wouldn't particularly say that he's a horror director, but he's done creepy stuff. And I think my overrated would be Tim Burton. I'm going to go with Tim Burton. Because, seriously, stop butt-fucking Johnny Depp and thinking that everything you guys touch is fucking gold. And everything with a blue tint and stylize it. It's not good anymore. It's not good. It was great in the 80s and 90s. It's dog shit now. Even like with his stop, you know, start motion work. It's just, it's, it's lost. It's, it's magic. It's little. And I, I love Tim Burton's earlier stuff. I love Beetlejuice. If you guys saw my Halloween costume, you would know that. <laughs> she Hulk? 
That's the second time I got that. Uh, Didn't it say on there the She-Hulk? <laughs> Apparently you're dyslexic because it said Miss Argentina on there. Yeah, She-Wolf. That's what I read. B-E-E-R. Um, anyway. I get it now. Now I get it. And, so should I just be going directly into my underrated? Uh, he is kind of a big director, but not so much here in the States. I would, I, and I, I don't care what anyone says, so I'm going to say Dario Argento. Um, he's made some of the most creepiest movies I ever remember seeing. Uh, Suspiria definitely is a fantastic film. And the only thing that he really did that I think people remember in the States leading back to zombies would be Land of the Dead. Right? Dawn of the Dead? Is, no, it's not Dawn of the Dead. Wait, which one are you talking about? It's the, it's the one where they're in the city. Oh, yeah, Land of the Dead. That is Land of the Dead, and that's Dario Argento. And it's actually... Pr- no, that's Romero. Dario Argento did... I think you're City of the Dead. City of the Dead, yes. That's Fulci. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down my notes here as... Dawn of the Dead. That's what I said. Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dario uh, Argento helped uh, George Romero write the script for yeah. Dawn of the Dead. And his daughter is in it, and she's kind of oh, hot. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, that's the best thing. She's... Which is funny that full circle, because she was in a movie with Di- uh, Vin Diesel, who was in Fast and Furious. Yep. Yeah. That was um, another great thing he made. That daughter of his, God oh. damn. Okay, okay, okay. Keep your wieners in your pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that he has a, a beautiful eye for things, and, and he brings back that... That certain style that Illy has with the cinematography and its almost excessiveness of, of certain scenes. And, and some of those scenes in his movies like are just... Blah. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful and, and terrifying. Luca, what do you... <laughs> I gotta hear which, who you hate here. I mean... I think we already know <laughs> who he hates. Who, who you I, hate I really second don't most. have anyone. I just... It's just Eli Roth. <laughs> like, I have no issues watching any other horror movies. I enjoy even the worst of horror movies, except Eli Roth. I think all he does is put out garbage. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's so awesome. It's like, this fucking sucks. Don't you hate it? All that- I have to say is one word, and that one word is pancakes. It makes no goddamn sense. That movie makes no fucking sense. It's the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Kevin Fever is the worst piece of it's shit so I've all right, so did you see that, that when these movies come out, that his name is on, like, the front where it says... I'll still watch them for some reason. <laughs> and it says Eli Roth. I hate them. <laughs> if you guys want to hear the rest of this rant, go back to episode four. <laughs> episode four. So, uh, like I was saying, if the you... Final <laughs> the final chapter. <laughs> Never mind. Fuck it. Just go ahead. Keep going. The pennies are on the track. Just let it go. I just, I think it's really funny, and it's a shame people cannot see how much his body changes when he talks talk, talking about Eli Roth. He gets tense. He, Look at him. He gets He's like, like two okay. inches taller. I don't, right. I don't like him. All right. Oh, what, what underrated director? Underrated. I don't even. Oh his man, head's all fucking filled yeah. with Eli Roth right I'm now. I'm all filled with hatred right now. I love now. how he Clubs. goes on a tangent. He just, I don't like. <laughs> It just, it just puts out garbage movies. And it, okay, okay, okay. All right, breathe. Uh, we'll come back to you. We'll Pancakes. Back. Or we can just Pancakes. take it silent. Everybody, have a cigarette. You'll feel better. All right. Pindy, let him, let, let him simmer down. 
for my overrated for a horror director, I I, I picked Gilmer, Gil, oh, I, I'm gonna Guillermo de Toro. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> Why is this movie so great? Um, I mean, I'll admit when Pan's Labyrinth came out, I thought it was awesome. Um, but to me, even when I watched it, it's it's creepy, but it's. I don't know. It's not so much of like a horror movie to me. It's it's more of like a fantasy movie. Oh, kinda. Blade Two. I love Blade Two. Uh, the first one is still awesome, I think. But yeah, but I mean, I I, I love Blade Two. But go and then did you put the string? Blade Two, the string just walked yeah. there. Yeah. Same movie. He's Same uh, Hellboy. You seen Kronos? <laughs> no, no, no. And Maybe that's I was just looking up the information for. I was just say that. Larry, it's or, like bad yeah. taste. No wait, though. Yeah, it's Peter Jackson. Kronos, you got, uh, or uh, Mimic. Mimic, I've seen. And again, I like him. I think he does great with like monsters and yeah. like stuff like that. He's a that. monster guy. But, oh, he's so good. Yeah, I mean, ghosts too. Fantasy monsters monster. are better. He has that really great imagination where he can exactly so amazing. Again, it's kind of like if if anyone were to ever like redo Alien or like Aliens or some shit. Like, I mean. He'd be great not. at like well, yeah. exactly. They better not. But I mean, like, <laughs> if anyone were to like redo that, kind if of someone shit, had like, to, he would be perfect for it. Like, I mean, just any kind of like, because like Pacific Rim is cool. Yeah, I love awesome. Pacific Rim. I thought it was an awesome movie. So Hello. not a horror movie, but again, like, yeah, he does great monster movies. Yeah. But as a horror director, I don't think he's that great. And again, I haven't seen the the one that just came out. Crimson. Crimson Peak, but I've heard terrible things. Well, also you're but you're a little biased because you hate ghost movies. Well, exactly, and that's the only horror movies he does is ghost movies, and that's so. I guess yeah, I'm biased, and I don't like his movies at all. Okay, most, so, most okay. time people well, say they this movie's terrible, and I watch it, and it's like I don't know what they're talking about. That movie's fucking. That's pretty. Yeah, sweet. You, yeah, you got to just see it by like on your own. And again, I'm not, <clears throat> and they look awesome and everything, but I just yeah. to me, I just. I, I I, there's no desire to watch him again for me. Mm. Okay, so uh, who's your underrated then? Um, again, for a horror director, I, I'd pick Robert Rodriguez. Ah, um, oh, I don't. Uh, what that. did I? Yeah, I mean, from Dust Till Dawn. Um, uh, yeah, Planet Terror. Um, what else did I say earlier? Faculty. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Faculty. Which again, I didn't know until I was looking <laughs> it up. Um, but like, I honestly really do like the faculty. I, I thought that was that's a good oh, movie. From I liked it too. It's a fun romp. It's on a theater. Um, I but I don't know. Again, I think for like a horror movie director, he's he's kind of underrated. Um, he also, I mean, he, he does the machete movies, which are sweet. Yeah, which again, they're gore. not exactly horror movie, but they're, they're gore, super yeah. entertaining. Yeah, oh, yeah. When I was looking it up, I mean, he worked on Sin City, which Sin City not yeah. a horror movie, but dark as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, and again, that's I mean, like same with Guillermo del Toro. Like that's I mean, like I think he's just more of a monster guy than I think he is. Like mm-hmm. how like Robert Rodriguez can step into Sin City and still not have it be like a western. Like, <laughs> a lot of his shit is like western themed and like Desperado and El Mariachi. And Will there like always that. be a Danny Trejo somewhere in that movie? <laughs> exactly. Always. That's his Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, actually, pretty much. He has a character based off of him. Like it's. And Delray Station is amazing. I, I pick, um, for my underrated director, is Adam Wingard. And he's directed Your Next, a uh, few episodes in VHS movies, like one and two. And he did The Guest. Uh, it's kind of a horror movie, I think. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. And you can tell he's a fan. Uh, 
he's, he's a fan of film and he knows what he's setting out to do and he achieves it a uh, perfect example is your next because in that movie one third in that movie there's a twist where you find out that this just isn't a home invasion movie this is also a revenge flick too he kind of mixes it up there and I think it made the film better uh, a lot of the characters were disliked so it made it a little easier to go down and the only likable one was the, the main girl just like a revenge film uh, another thing too is uh, with the movie The Guest he gives you this character who's a bad guy he's a bad person oh. but you're rooting for this guy through the 85 minutes all the way into the end you're rooting for him he's so goddamn he's charming he's badass he's badass yeah, so I, got, like, awesome I got a gay crush on this dude oh, <laughs> I, I got a straight up vagina crush on this, this dude, dude like. yeah exactly and he had that and that actor and Dan Stevens I, that oh, and the soundtrack was beautiful. And he he just gets it. The soundtrack was awesome. It, yeah, it's just like the both of those things together. The scene just, in the principal's office. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it's a, a hate crime. Scene. Yeah. He's it, so awesome. And you see, in all these movies he's done, he gives you that fuck yeah moment. Being yeah. it's from a bad guy being good or a good guy being bad. And the the soundtrack reminded me of like a. Like a Escape from New York type of yeah, yeah, that's which is ex- fucking sweet. Like that, I want yeah, all my movies to have that. Yeah, like just like like your uh, like your next kind of has some lower tones. Uh, it follows. It follows. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like that. Download that soundtrack. Yeah, it's home. a good soundtrack. Dude, we were listening in the car, and I was like, I feel like the, it should be nighttime, and the yeah, ground should be wet. I'm about to go blast someone. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my overrated director is Mick Garris. Who's Mick Garris? Exactly. No one knows who Mick Garris is yet. He puts out shit. And he's so uh, overrated. He's overrated. He uh, did like some of those Masters of Horror. And, or he's actually the creator of Masters of Horror. Yeah, and that's they all fucking suck, <laughs> right? Except, Except for Cigarette Burns. Yeah. Except for Cigarette Burns, which I own on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, let, me go, let me go through these, this guy's movies, all right? Hold on. John Carpenter, by the way. You're, you're going to like this. He did The Shining remake. He did oh, the, the stand. Wait, the made for TV shiny yeah. remake? Okay. And the stand? The stand? Sleepwalkers. Oh! Psycho 4. No! And Critters 2. Okay, hold on. Nothing wrong with Critters 2. Nothing wrong with Critters 2. Let me say, let me say these four sleep. movies again The Shining remake, The Stand, and Sleepwalkers. Oh, three movies. He never made What are those based off? Stephen King. Stephen King. He's directing a fucking book. So, and that's all he does. He's like, oh, Stephen King wrote this? Might as well film it. But and he, then fuck it up. He also <laughs> and yeah. did Critters 2? Yeah, but he directed Critters 2. Critters yeah, 2 Critters 2 was, was awesome. But Critters 2 was sweet. But it's, <laughs> it's 2, not 1. Oh, hold on. You didn't like Sleepwalkers. I don't know, like all the cats getting killed. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> There's too many cats. You got to see Ron Perlman get stabbed with an ear of corn. Yeah. That's true, but the kitties. Okay. But okay, Ed. Who do you think is? Who do you think is underrated? <laughs> underrated. Uh, I'm gonna butcher their names, and I doubt they're listening. But I'm gonna apologize anyway. Oh, you're getting a phone uh, call tomorrow. The Soska sisters. Shoshka sisters. Yes. Um, they've done American Mary, which I don't know if you guys have seen yet. Yep. Great movie. Great movie. 
Uh, they did See uh, No Evil 2, which was a big improvement from the first one. Yeah, the first one was terrible. I didn't see the second one because second I hated the mediocre. first one so much. Same here. Was, yeah, the second one is worth at least like a rent. Yeah, like, rent it. It, it, it was really, a different director. Or a so. Netflix it, streaming. It's that streaming. Catherine Isabel's in it. Oh, God, she's in both oh. those movies. I know. I, yeah. I, I got a, I got I a cock crush on her, man. <laughs> um, you could have just said a crush, and I think we would have got the idea. Yeah. You said yeah. vagina crush. I can see that. <laughs> I don't um, have a penis. <laughs> I just like the style of their movies. Um, I love the way they're shot. Like in See No Evil Two, I love the colors that they're able to get from each scene. Like, I just see like a reddish orange hue, mm-hmm. which just makes everything stand out. And I think they have a really bright future ahead of them. I mean, they're yeah, still, they, they're they're like around our age. They're artists too. Yeah, and. I think that in American Mary, they they actually had a part in American Mary. They were the Demon Sisters, so that's the Demon Sisters in American Mary were actually the directors, and they were they were really, really. I don't know if anyone here has seen it aside from me and Pindy. I have yeah. not seen it yet. Which one? Uh, American Mary. But now I will because yes. I. Then the, isn't there two? No, no, no. Just, just there's two sisters, def- one movie. One. Which I didn't realize that movie had such a big like cult following until like, yeah. I saw people like starting to like dress up as American Mary for like Halloween and like cosplay. Are stuff. they dressing up as American Mary or Catherine Isabel? Because we all know how I feel about Catherine Isabel. My overrated director, Yule Bull. Yule Uva. Whatever the fuck his name is. He did House of the Dead, which was a piece of shit. Alright, hold on, wait. Before you get started, I want you to really dig into this guy. Like, I want you to. Like, I want you to get up and get frigid like he does about fucking. Lugo style. style. Like, the way I get about David Lynch. Fucking David Lynch. (laughs) Fuck. This guy is such a fucking cunt. He does not like people bad mouthing his movies. There's a movie that Jamie Kennedy did called uh, Heckle. Yes. Yes. He is featured in that movie, and you know what he's doing? He is challenging people who say shit about his movies, like bad shit about his movies, to a fight, like an actual boxing match. And granted, he's getting the the better end of the fights, but you know what? If you put something out there for public consumption, guess what? People aren't going to like it. Damn. Deal with it. It's part of life. Can we send this to him? Yes. Oh my god, let's do that. <laughs> House of the Dead, what do you think of that movie? God, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> How about uh, Postal? I like Zach Ward, so it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that tells how you, you really feel. You got a little feel. soft spot there. Zach, oh, the, no. the kid from the Christmas story. Let's hear it. Yeah. No, Andy you know what? Listen, listen. Everything, everything he makes what? isn't a complete turd. Um, you know. Blood Rain. Yeah, okay. That was <laughs> Resident Evil Four. He didn't do that. I don't know. I just he's felt like going yelling out. out. I just want to. I just want to well, get him angry what, again. Though, he's he's branched away from horror. He does a lot of the uh, the sh- active shooter movies. Not like he did Rampage One and Two. Sweet. Uh, he did Assault on Wall Street. Rampage was awesome. Rampage was. Uh, I like Brandon Fletcher as an actor. I think he. Wait, am I thinking of the right movie where he just, like, straps on a bunch of shit and pretty much just starts shooting people in a town? town? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that movie rules. You know, it it sounds to me like it's not really his films you have the issue with, but it's him. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you just hate him. Okay, you know why? Because it's such a crybaby thing to do. You don't like my movie? Come fight me! 
It was all, all right. It was for charity. Okay. All right. Musician. <laughs> it was for charity. All right. Musician. 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 If we put an album out, any one of us, and someone says, "Yeah, I didn't really like it," are you gonna clock him in the face? That's like your opinion, man. Exactly. <laughs> you mean, can relate anything in life to the Big Lebowski by saying, "Well, that's just like your opinion, man." And you know what? It don't add up to shit. It's a fucking fart in a windstorm to me. And then when I, I punch out your windows. Crying. I would just start crying and ask them why. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> why do you like me? Heart and soul, man. All right, we good? Oh, I got my my. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because he's simmered take, down take, now. Take a drink for this. Take a drink. My for underrated, it. and this is this is a crazy one. I'm gonna go with John R. Cherry the third. <laughs> what he a did, name! He did Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> and I wish he would have directed more horror movies. <laughs> Other than just Ernest movies, because I would have liked to have seen what he could have done. Because Ernest scared stupid. I I thought they didn't get enough recognition. I Everyone love that movie. Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town. I've never even heard of Halloween Town. Why is it so popular? And there's four of them. And there's four of them. Dude, Ernest scared stupid is the shit. And I think that guy should have made some more horror flicks. That's my underrated. Dude, all you gotta do is make out with a troll. Everything's yeah. good. Back in the 80s, VHS hit its peak. Everything was coming out on video, especially horror movies. Families were flocking to video rental places, my family included, and we always made a trip to the horror section. And one thing that you can always guarantee out of a horror movie from the 80s was boobs. Mm. Yep. <laughs> that, was, that was always a staple of the horror movie. It just fit in the 80s. Uh, and that's a lot... The only way a lot of us kids can see boobs, unless we got we're lucky enough to like go to a friend's house who had Playboys or, yeah. or had porn movies on VHS. That was the, <laughs> this. This is the only outlet for us '80s kids back in the day. We didn't have the internet to just say, oh, "I want to see boobs." I don't need to rewind this VHS tape four or five times, or you know, click the DVD to this scene anymore. Or you look up your phone. You can just look right in your phone and see boobs right away. Yep. So, Oops. do we really need nudity in horror movies anymore? It, do, is it should be a staple? Is this going to make you see the movie more or less? So, my fellow carnoisseur of boobs, we'll start with Luca over here. <laughs> Let me say, absolutely. Horror flicks always need boobs in them. I mean, that's a horror flick. You know, uh... When you're watching a movie and you're like, oh man, that babe is hot, I want to see your titties, and then you don't, it's like, fuck that bitch, you know? And yeah, then I definitely root for the killer even more, but if she shows me her titties, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, she you kind of feel probably live. You feel bad, though, when it's like a hot girl and you see her titties on screen and she dies, you kind of like, oh no, not bit, her. Yeah. Then you actually feel more, because it's like, oh, as a human being, she exposed herself. Oh my god. That's a girl to see over and over again but like you know like shit i just watched so swamp thing adrian barbeau shows up <laughs> the i mean that's who doesn't want to see that and then i just watched this movie it was scream for help from 1984 and it oh man it this babe's got these monsters <laughs> she's got these oh it's like yes 
yes, and then she gets hit by a car, and I'm like, damn it! Now we got these itty-bitty titties, and we just killed off the monster boobs. And, you know, absolutely, there always needs to be boobs, and that's why the 80s slasher flicks are, have always been the fucking best genre, because there's no other genre of horror has as many titties. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they do, but 80s slasher flicks have the most. Woo! God damn it. Go take a shower. Uh, oh, my God. Woo, my uh, Oh, I'm... That's, that's going to be hard to top. Uh, How about you, Ed? I think it. it's always been a staple. Um, even, like, it even parodies itself sometimes, like in Cabin in the Woods. You know... Yeah. You have... In horror movies, you always have the the dumb blonde who is, you know, stereotyped as the slut. Yeah. And, you, and she, I want to see her boobs. Yeah, she's usually <laughs> the one who shows off the McGuffies, so you know what? The McGuffies is like the most ridiculous word I've <laughs> ever heard for boobs. I like it, though. <laughs> it's got the look of stable So, I mean, would you pick a movie of substance over boobs? Say, like, you know a movie's going to have six boobs in it, but it's <laughs> not going to be that great. Monster. As opposed to a movie you know is going to be a bit better, but show no boobs. Which evens, would you pick? It evens yeah. it out. Again, man, that's like, do I save this baby or that baby? <laughs> um, but you can just as easily get those boobs on your phone. Now. You can. I mean. Exactly. Or you can watch both can watch movies. boobs while I watch horror. Okay. Yeah. Hostel. Perfect example. A lot of, like, seeing Hostel, it's, Foreign man, there, like, there are tits left and right in this movie. It got to a point where it's like, all right, come on. Like, get to some kind of substance here. But then, oh, tits. <laughs> um, <laughs> looking at, like, European horror films where, I, I don't know, they consider it more of, like, an art form when they do that. Yeah, it's a different, it's a whole different country up there. Where yeah. Nudity is more accepted. It's more natural, so. Literally, but is like. It necessary. Absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, even when you look at, you know, I think you made the point of last episode, when you knew tits were on the way, you could tell because the the tape inside the VHS would... The, it started to get a little scrambly. A little yes, it would. Yeah. You would have to retrack it. Yep. <laughs> um, tracking, tracking. I mean, it definitely adds something like, you know, like Night of the Demons. You know, oh. Linnea Quigley, when she gets possessed, she is ready to start banging that one dude and she shows full frontal. Yeah, she, she does. She pulls her skirt up and she twists her little hips around mm-hmm. and it's like, oh man, you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then it does in your pants and it's kind of like, and now you gotta rewind the movie again. So, yes, yes or no? Do you think it's still needed? Yes, because it's Absolutely. a staple that's been in or, you know, as early as I can remember. You know, a lot of the horror movies I love have nudity. Some fewer than others. Um, a perfect example is Friday the 13th. I mean, Friday the 13th Part 5. Yeah, it's Boob Central. It's Boob Central. They actually had to replace an actress because she didn't have big enough boobs. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. that's, that's, how that's, be. Good. that's good to hear. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Um, <coughs> looking at the 80s. When everyone was about, you know, fitness and appearance. Nothing like it is now. No. Well, no, but... (laughs) Looking at it back then, when these B-movie actresses who 
you know, some of them aren't really that great looking, like uh, Sleepaway Camp 3, Unhappy Campers. You know, what's what's the opening scene of that movie? Yeah. It's, <laughs> a, girl, a girl changing with a terrible tattoo that says milkshake yeah. across her tits. <clears throat> oh. and, and she's got, like, mosquito bites. Yeah. She brought it to the yard. Uh, she she should have kept it in the yard. <laughs> should have kept it in the house. <laughs> All right, so, Michelle. All right, so I guess this is the part where, you know, being of the opposite sex may... I think of you as an equal. Keep going. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, I guess I might have misunderstood this this part of the podcast because I thought this was more of a nudity, you know, in movies, not just titties and how much titties are needed in all these movies. So I kind of went in a different direction. No, you're in the right direction. Just, just say what you're going to say. Well, what I was going to say was that nudity is somewhat, you know, people are desensitized to it because of how easily and, you know, attainable it is. And that, like you were saying, one of the reasons why, or one of the, the things that we enjoyed about horror movies was that we kind of knew that there was going to be that bonus of seeing some boobies and some titties. And, you know, the other aspect of it is just, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm a little... I'm a little thrown off about the girl having to be kicked out because her tits weren't too big. And I think it's kind of like one of the things where in the 80 movies, not a lot of them had fake titties, and now girls... It's the are... 80s, though. Well, no, I mean, I oh. get that, but, like, I don't know, I'm sorry, I just... <laughs> and then not that that would ever be my problem. I feel like it was, that's, like, the excuse for anything back then. It's like, come on, it was the 80s. So, well, yeah, but the people, okay, so anyway. <laughs> they rolled up, they so, rolled up their jacket sleeves. Come on, <laughs> they're doing that now. Okay, so do do you think it's still needed? I think that there are certain things in movies that make you more vulnerable, and that's the direction I was going in with the notes that I had. Was there's an aspect of when you're in a horror movie and you're naked and you're about to be murdered that feels kind of like the most scariest thing that you can you're see. vulnerable yeah you're vulnerable to all the elements and it's you know but i mean that's more of like the scary part of it not to the yay we're gonna see some titties i want to you know it, it's kind of like polar opposites of each other you have this thing that's ultimate pleasure but then you have this thing that's ultimate fear yeah and i think that's what's kind of interesting there's always that uncomfortable mix of sex and death and horror um i mean Halloween, prime example. Fucking PJ Souls just gets laid. Her boyfriend comes back, and it's actually Michael, and she gets strangled. Mm-hmm. And, and it leads to the vulnerability thing. She's not ex- she's exposed. Well, yeah. I mean, I when I think about like what's like a really fucking terrible is is I spit on your grave. Like, there's nothing sexy that's, about anything. No, that's, that's a little different. That, and that's the thing. Like that kind of like. A scene like that in a movie needs to be done to have that jarring effect to it. So that's not me looking up porn to get off. That's something that's that needs to be done in the movie to to bring it to full home. And that's why I think that you know there's a, d- a difference between. Well, that's a great self-set. example of where nudity is necessary. Yeah. Because, and for the record, during that brutal rape scene, I don't think anyone was like. Come on, let's see your tits! Come on! Actually, you know what? Uh, you were? No, 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 no. Uh, I actually read um, a review Roger Ebert did about that movie, I Spit on Your Grave. And he was sitting behind a few gentlemen 
in the theater watching this, and they were actually saying that. Oh God. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, there are some people like that. And there, there, there's always going to be someone who's into that kind of thing that is a you know. They enjoy that, and I mean, I'm not saying that you know it's right or whatever, but it's just it's how things roll out. People are messed up. Yeah, people are fucked up. So, Bindi. Um, I mean, again, I I love nudity. Who doesn't? But yeah. I don't think it's like necessary for me to watch a movie. Like how you asked Ed earlier, like if, like I don't know, if I knew that I was gonna see a bunch of tits in one movie, and it might be kind of shitty. Or I could watch a movie that I know I'd enjoy. I'd probably watch the movie I know I'd enjoy even if there weren't tits in it. And I could always watch that other movie later. <laughs> yeah. Well, later. then chances are I'm just going to go jerk off after the fucking movie anyway. So. <laughs> Can I put one example out there? Was anyone else after Texas Chainsaw 3D not super, super disappointed you didn't see those beautiful puppies <laughs> Alexandra Dario or whatever yeah. the name is had? But then, at this whole time, I was like, ah, I want to, you know, but then she shows him in something else, and I was like, why couldn't that be in Texas? In <laughs> 3D! <laughs> but yeah, uh... In 3... Why couldn't that be in 3D? <laughs> I want to be like, D. oh, the nipple's gonna hit me in the eye. So you're, you know, it's not... I mean, it's... I agree with, like, how Michelle said that, like, there's definitely certain movies where it's necessary. That like, one was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it never happened, and it was very disappointing. Like, with, um... God, now I'm fucking blinking. The, Sorry. The movie you made. I spit on your grave. Like, I mean, again, stuff like that, where it's... It, it, it kind of puts you more into the moment and kind of... I mean, again, it's necessary. It's not, like... It's not pleasant, yeah. but it's 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 important to yeah. to where you see the vulnerability in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole movie, yeah. Which and again, then I, I like. There's sometimes where it's not necessary. Like, it's just I mean, fun. It's just <laughs> sweet to have tits in a horror movie. I'm not not arguing that yeah, either. Like a I tit mean, montage or something. Oh like yeah, that. I mean, again, I still love fucking um, uh, the pir- piranha. Piranha. I was gonna oh, say yeah. piranha triple three D. Oh my god, double D. Yeah. Double D, yeah. three double D. Matt and I watched that on our anniversary trip. And honestly, for the morning. Those, those movies are still fun. Mm-hmm. But there's a ton of tits in it, and you don't need all those tits. It makes <laughs> it more fun. But it does. It totally does. I don't mm-hmm. know. To me, there's definitely some movies where it's more necessary than others, but for different reasons. Right. Yeah. Piranhas is a good reason where it's necessary for a silly movie like that already needs that comical aspect. But like, yeah, like you said with I Spit on Your Grave, like it's needed for... I mean, more graphic content. Yeah. I don't think it's needed anymore. I think that's... I do... Although you are kind of swaying me with the vulnerability thing. I really never thought of it like that. I've always just been like, ah, chance. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, never, I, I've never had it myself, so I just don't... I don't know. But I I was thinking on the, on the side of, of, no, you really don't. You can achieve a lot of horror without nudity now, I think, because there's PG-13 horror movies that are, are pretty scary, like The Ring. And there's... Uh, doesn't Krampus, that one's going to be PG-13, I just saw. Oh, it is? Uh-huh. So I, I really don't think it's necessary, but actually I'm, I'm kind of halfway down the road now of what uh, Michelle said about the, the vulnerability that you feel just being nude in a situation where there's certain doom. I just think more movies in general 
Should just like <laughs> comedy romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm kind of out of the fence anything. where animated. Yeah, <laughs> drama. Like I'm a super on the fence. serious drama. It's like let's see some titties really quick, lighten the mood. It's it's a total anything. case by case scenario. I feel it's a, it should be an every movie thing. On a horror related movie though, heavy metal and heavy metal two thousand. Have any of you guys seen those? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's... Yeah, that's... I mean, that's... That's not necessary, but awesome. Neither Mm -hmm. is, like, you know, all the guitars and the stabbing with whatever, like... Well, that's just part of heavy metal. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's heavy metal. If it's not needed anymore, do you think that would change the formula of, let's say, like, a slasher movie? Like, a Friday the 13th or, you know, a Halloween or anything like that? Um... Honestly, I like I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I can't say now. There's tits in them already, so it's hard to say. I don't remember um, those scenes as much as I remember other scenes. But honestly, even like the first Friday the Thirteenth, like there's, I'm trying to think. There's no tits in the first one. Yeah, there isn't tits in the first one. Like it's and there's barely any in the second one. Mm-hmm. The and third the, one, there's none. Oh, there's a flash, but the fourth one's where they start to pick it up. And, then... and the first one to me is still one of the scariest. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, or too late. And the, the first one to me is still one of the scariest ones, and that's why I mean, like it's, I don't know, it doesn't need tits. Hmm. It good, doesn't need tits. Good point. Good point. <laughs> So, uh, before we wrap up this episode five, uh, we're going to close out with what we've watched and things we've done over the past two weeks. Uh, if any of you guys are going to Days of the Dead Con, uh, woo, woo. woo, it's going to be a blast! Uh, I know for sure Luca, myself, and Larry are going. Uh, we'll have our Pinheads of Horror lanyards that we got today. Fuck yeah. yeah business uh, cards too. They say VIP cards. we're special. If you guys see us there you decide to go and you see one of us just say hey what's up and yeah because you know Flash I, us your titties. Don't do anything to get us kicked out. <laughs> uh, um, take take one of us to the bathroom and do it. Well whatever if they flash your tits they'll get kicked out. I hope your uh, fiance heard that piece. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> okay don't flash your tits to me because my fiance will be with me. I think I'm the only single one here, so flash all the titties. Flash yeah, all the titties in that chance. I'll, I'll take all the flash. This is Luco saying, show me your boobs. Recently, I ordered three movies that came in the mail. Uh, Uncle Sam being one of them. Demons, which is classic. Top five. Yep. And... 976 Evil, which I haven't opened up and watched yet. Robert England's in that one? Oh, don't call directed, the number, dude! He directed that he one. Directed that don't one. call the number. I'm not. Let's call the number. <laughs> Are you actually going to call 976 so, Evil? I mean, I want to see this code. What area code is it? Oh, that's very true. What? Area code. This is before so the which, time of area codes. So which one do you prefer more? Substance-wise, Demons. I really enjoy that. The fucking soundtrack for that's amazing. Mm. The 80s um, metal. Yeah. Um, Uncle Sam was just kind of like a fun, you know... Like, that's a movie you sit down with your friends, have a couple beers, and just... Almost mystery science theater it, you know? Yeah, it's one of those. Um, it's an enjoyable flick, though. And, I mean, I saw... It was on Netflix streaming for, like, maybe a month or two a few years ago, and, like, I saw it then. It was only eight bucks on Amazon, and I'm like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Why not? 
Um, I'm going to pick up Demons 2 probably next week. Inferior, but, yeah. If, yeah, but, you know. But it's still, it's still alright. But it doesn't have a random helicopter crashing through a room. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Out of left field. But it does have the pimp. Yeah. <laughs> He's a robots instructor. <laughs> the aerobics Um, I just love some of the American actors in the Italian horror films that just... You know, you see a car that says Policia. Policia, and yeah, you're supposed to believe they're in New York. Yeah. Um, other hey, than there's that, a lot of Puerto Ricans in New York, yeah. Other saying. than that, uh, I watched American Mary recently, and, you know, my feelings for a certain actress aside, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty uh, pretty dark. And you know what, going actually with what you just said, uh, really pissed I didn't just think of this. Um, you know, in a sense, I don't know... You saw it, and you saw it, and I saw it, right? Yeah. She's violated in that movie. Like, she is drugged yeah. and raped. Yeah. But they don't really show... Like, they leave it up to your imagination of what happens to her. Which can be worse than seeing... Seeing it, seeing it actually happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in a, in a sense, it is a revenge flick. Uh, it's a really interesting topic. There aren't really a lot of uh, body modification horror movies out there. So... I think we have a, uh, a new trend in horror that should be started. Cool. All right. So everyone knows I'm still rocking this 80s slasher horror flicks. Uh, there's, <laughs> I found 21 new ones on there now. So now we're at 322. I've seen, just to give everyone a quick update, I'm at 143. <laughs> um, but that's, that's not what I wanted to talk about. So I just recently watched Critters 2. I wanted to touch on that really quick because we just spoke about that earlier that movie's fucking awesome and you see titties yep what they're fucking nice they're some nice nice old boobies and I, I own the first one and I, I was I'm like wait a second I've never seen all the rest of them so I've only seen the second one since because I've been blasting through this 80 slasher flicks but that's not even what I want to talk about what I just saw recently was big ass spider and that movie <laughs> exclamation point and that movie was fucking awesome. It was it. goofy, it was funny, it was fun, and it was just fucking dumb, and that's... It, it delivers what the title is. Yeah. A big-ass spider. A big-ass spider. And his sidekick, Jose, which was the security guard, <laughs> is fucking... He's like the comedic relief, and he's he's awesome in that movie, and uh, I suggest checking out Big Ass Spider, Critters Deuce, and every single 80s slasher flick ever made <laughs> all right. Um, I mean, I just recently I, I've been watching a lot of AMC because they were doing all the the fear. What is it? Fright Fear Fest. Fear Fest. Uh, all the horror movies. So again, I watched a bunch of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies and stuff like that. Had people over on Saturday for Halloween, and we all. I mean, Halloween was playing the whole day, so I watched each of them like three times. Um, <laughs> Everywhere I went, that same marathon was playing. Like, seriously. Um, but, uh, I mean, I've, I've been catching up on, aside from, like, The Walking Dead and all that, uh, American Horror Story, I've been watching that. Um, which this season is is interesting. The last episode was kind of, I mean, it was cool, but it was lame. Uh, they did, <laughs> it, they did, it was Devil's Night, so it's, it's Halloween pretty much. Um, and they, they do where the guy who... Who built this hotel? Um, he has all these murder chambers and things like that, and has like yeah. all these famous horror icons, or not horror icons, um, serial killers have died. Like John Wayne Gacy, the ghost of John Wayne Gacy comes for fucking Devil's Night. 
Robert Rodriguez comes for Devil's Night. <laughs> Richard Ramirez, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Robert director. Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the directors, you know. Um, yeah. Um, Robert but, Rodriguez played Richard Rodriguez. <laughs> That'd be great. But no, like, even, like, it was really cool how they opened the episode, because, like, it, it's Richard Ramirez walking into the hotel, and, like, pretty much they recreate, like... What he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then they get to, like, this dinner scene, and, like, they drink absinthe, and, like, one of the characters who's a, who is a cop who's staying at the hotel... They invite him to the dinner with all these serial killers, and it gets real like trippy and weird, and they <laughs> dance around together and shit. It's yeah, like it's cool because like I don't know, <laughs> it is cool to see them all together in the room and stuff. And the guy who's in The Walking Dead, who's Morgan's, um, he's John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, he yeah. plays John yeah. Wayne Gacy in the episode too, so that's pretty cool. I like the Zodiac Killer was in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like he's he died like a thorough natural cause or no a son of yeah the son of Sam that's the Zodiac Killer so you never see who he is and he's yeah, got he's the hood cool. on he's got the flashlight on the gun and shit yeah. and he just shines it in his face it's great and that's what I mean like there's parts of it that are cool but it's still kind of lame like I don't know like. They're all just like tripping out at dinner together and dancing. And yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer's got himself a little boy toy. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the babe that just kept flipping her hair back? All That's the type uh, of monster. Yeah. Uh, I forget uh, the serial killer's name, but yeah, she was from Florida. Uh, I like how she kept flipping her hair back. Yeah. And I would even say she was really a serial killer, but whatever. And I'm going to say things that are words. All right. Uh, I watched The Nightmare. That one film that uh, you guys are talking about, which is actually a documentary, and we've touched base on it on a couple of the other podcasts, and you are right, Ed, there's some tripped out shit in that movie, and it makes it kind of hard to believe that some of it is real, and um, it is stylized, very interesting, and it is kind of frustrating because it, th- there's no like solidified end game to the movie, it's just these eight people talking about... This experience, and a handful of them believe that it's, you know, parts of the sleep paralysis and it's nightmares, and the other half think that they have some holy touch by God or they're being tortured by demons. Or aliens. Or aliens, or alien demons, and it seems like a lot of them, what I did notice, a lot of them had very stressful backgrounds, a lot of them came from really, like, hard childhoods, it seemed, and... I don't know if anyone else knows that theme, but there are some really messed up parts. Like, there's a scene where the ki- the guy was talking about when he was a kid, he thought this old man was, like, standing over him and talking about how he that masturbated. Was his, his dad, I think. Well, I thought it was, whatever, I don't know who he was, I was kind of zoning out at that point, but he's just like, <laughs> this old guy is pretty much chastising him about ruining his sheets that his mom cleaned with, you know, my masturbating. And the best part is the guy goes, and I'm telling him, like, no, sir, I did not masturbate today. Like, I have to very specifically say, not this day, but, um... I was about to before liar. you barged in here. <laughs> she worked so hard to clean those sheets. Um, but it is interesting that sometimes the worst... The worst nightmare or the worst or horror movie can be something that's these people's everyday reality. And that this is just their norm. And it's scary. Like, that one part where the guy thought his dick was being, like, stabbed. And he felt the oh, pain. Yeah, like his dick was being squeezed. Oh, my like, God. I can't even. And oh. it woke up and it hurt. Yeah, I could still like, feel the pain. My dick. 
I think you just described it, but what was probably your... What, who had the scariest encounter in that movie? <laughs> I, I'm going to say that the most terrifying part for that was... And it, it, it may not have been scary because it didn't get visualized very well, but the dark men, like, in the room with him. Because I've actually had a couple times where it's happened to me where I was paralyzed sleeping, and you do feel that weird presence of something really creepy and evil behind you and you see in the shadows and not to the extent that they did, but it's happened and nothing is more scary than the, un- the ability of not moving and knowing that something is just inching towards you to destroy you. And this is what you're thinking in your mind and the cat with fucking red demon eyes. That was pretty right, weird. So you recommend this movie? I say give it a, give it a look. Yeah, it's free streaming right now. You have nothing to lose. Uh, Same with Big Ass Spider. <laughs> Don't forget Big Ass Spider. All right, so two weeks ago, I went and saw Goodnight Mommy at the theater. Oh, man. And I've been re- I was really looking forward to this movie, and, and it's from Austria. And this is the movie Austria has presented to the Oscars to have a go for best picture in, the, in foreign language picture. Um, the trailer was really creepy, and people online went batshit crazy for it because they thought it was going to be like the scariest movie ever. Well, that was a big bait and switch. The trailer fucking lied. Uh-huh. It was false advertisement, man. It's not even a horror movie. It's all psychological bullshit. <laughs> There's red herrings everywhere that never come to light. I guessed what was wrong. I, I mean, I guessed the twist five minutes into the movie. Five minutes, oh. and I read that maybe the director wanted us to to know what happens, uh, the, what happens throughout the movie, but it doesn't work. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hated this movie. The last, the third act turned into torture porn. It was a torture porn movie, and, and it's, the whole movie was just ambiguous. It's, it's just lazy writing. It was really lazy. Uh, there was, uh, you know, people were saying, wow, this movie's, like, really shot well. It's all, like, a white house. It's all in white. Like, I can smear shit on the walls and be like, hey, check check that out. It's the same fucking thing as this movie. <laughs> there, there's just things that are just never explained. Uh, can I ruin the movie? Because yeah, I'm, I'm fucking, yeah, I'm ruining this fucking movie, you okay? Said, you, you said this is a do not recommend. Do not recommend okay, this piece you know of what? shit. If you haven't seen this movie, you have five, four, three, two, Fuck one. it, Go I don't ahead. care. You don't <laughs> see this movie. Because you find out, uh, the, there's, uh, the movie revolves around uh, these two kids, twins, and a mother who's just coming home from having surgery. But in the first five minutes, you find out that one of the twins is dead. But you don't find out, but you can just tell that the, the one of the kids is dead. So that whole mystery is over with. <laughs> and then this, the kids, the twins, think that their mom that just came home who had plastic surgery is not their mom. And so the whole movie is just these two twins plotting to get to make sure, uh, to see if it's their mom or not, and then they tie her up and torture her. And then nothing is explained about, like, how, like, why did she have plastic surgery? How porn. did the other kid die? Torture porn. Okay, okay. So it's a torture porn at the end. Okay. And so, like, at the end, like, the two kids string her up and start doing, like, like jigsaw shit to her. And, and the whole trailer was just misleading. I, 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 in Austria, come on, man. I would rather have a fucking film of Arnold Schwarzenegger going, blah, 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 for 90 minutes. That's the 90s, yeah. man. Then, no, just his face on screen doing that. 
<laughs> not even like making words. Then I watch this piece of shit. It, this is horrible. Don't see this movie. Stay away. I, I hated it. And I want. I, good night, mommy. Good night, money. It's, Fuck you. So and when, when you went over that, you didn't specify. I didn't know you saw it in the theater. That yeah. Oh, that's worse. so worse. I know. I, I wanted to throw shit at the screen. That sounds like a David Lynch movie to me, but that's a different Oh, it's, oh so, no. So since you would rather see Arnold Schwarzenegger do that for 90 minutes, are you going to see Maggie, Larry? Are you going to no. see Maggie next? She's going to be a zombie. Dude, that could be a, a silent movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'll see it over this piece of shit movie, Good Night, Mommy. I wonder how many people were misled by that movie, Maggie. Oh, because people mean, are mad on the internet. You know, people are mad. But, but, they're still, they're, but, but you know what? Oh, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So, like, there's these people defending this movie. Like, oh, it was creepy. It was scary. And I was like, dude, no, it wasn't. I can tell from the beginning. And if you couldn't tell from the beginning, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> you big dummy? You, if you couldn't figure out the twist in the first five minutes, I'm sorry. I, have you seen movies before? Do you know how they'd go at all? <laughs> it, it, don't see this movie. It, oh. Um. <laughs> wow. So if it was playing, like, in a room... Would you just like? I would either shoot myself or shoot the TV. I would probably <laughs> shoot the TV, and I would tell and I would tell the person playing it like, w- w- "Why? Would you slap him upside well, the head?" How come not listening to the podcast? That's what I would say. If I you. had another bullet, I'd shoot you. Yeah, I, 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 stand in, <laughs> stand in front of the screen <laughs> so I can get both you guys. So now I know what I'm playing at movie night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. You want me to go homicidal? Why don't you back it up with cabin fever? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. And if you liked us or hated us, please feel free to contact us at either one of these spots, facebook.com slash pinheads of horror, or follow us on Twitter at pinheads horror. Also, if you'd like to download us and subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And there's nothing we love more than feedback from our audience. So if there's anything you think that we should check out or something you agree or disagree with, feel free to contact us. 